The Super Bowl is set between the Eagles and the Chiefs. And unfortunately, there's no Arizona State Sun Devils going to the big game in Arizona this year. But I am here to predict some of the guys who I think have a really good chance over the next few years. Let's get into it on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your 2023 goals. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everyone, to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Ratchon. I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications so you get an update when we post new content and stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at RichieBrads36 and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sundables. Today's episode is probably going to be a short one because there's not a ton of Arizona State Sundables in the NFL right now. But nonetheless, I thought it was kind of a fun exercise to take a look at the players who are in the NFL and decide in order of like who I think has the best chance to win a Super Bowl. Some of these names will be a little more obvious than others. Some of them, maybe you guys will feel like I'm kind of grasping at straws or something like that. But all in all, I think this was kind of, this was, this was fun to do and take a look at the Sun Devils that are in the NFL. Some of the guys I didn't even realize are in certain places, but let's actually talk about those guys first. And that's going to be my honorable mentions. The first one who comes to mind is Rennell Wren. If you remember Rennell Wren, he is most famous for the Michigan State game where he took center Brian Allen and just absolutely plummeted him into the backfield and made a made a play in the backfield. Like Rennell Wren is just a big old good old fashioned power rusher at the de- at the defensive tackle position. He's kind of bounced around the NFL for a little bit. He was with the Bengals to start his career. If he was still a Bengal, he would be pretty high up there on my list. But unfortunately, he's not. He is currently with Pittsburgh. But with him bouncing around, I just don't know how, how reliable a prediction for him to get a Super Bowl would be. So I have him as an honorable mention. Like I said, if he was a Bengal, he would he would definitely crack my top five, probably up in the top three, honestly. But Rennell Wren... If Pittsburgh's able to get back on track sooner rather than later, I mean, Kenny Pickett showed a lot of promise towards the end of the year. That defense is always going to be really good. They have the weapons. They're just going to need a little bit more from the offense to catch up and some health on the defense. They do that. This is a playoff team. Next, I have Chase Lucas. And I know some people are going to think I'm crazy for having a Detroit Lions player even mentioned on this list. Detroit was like, sneaky good this year they finished second place in the nfc north and they were almost a playoff team and they were just a very competitive football team that kept kept pitts or not pittsburgh green bay out of the playoffs there's potential for detroit who has another top 10 pick this year and two first round picks entirely to be able to continue upgrading that roster and get themselves 
into a low-key championship contending football team. I'm here for it. I would love to see Detroit get back sooner rather than later. I think Chase Lucas could continue to provide a good depth role for them. I don't think he's a starter, but he is somebody that they held on to in spite of being a seventh-round pick. Hopefully, it stays that way. Finally, I got Lawrence Guy. And here's the funny thing with Lawrence Guy is he actually has won a Super Bowl with the Patriots already. But he is still with the Patriots. And that's going to leave the door open for him to hopefully win some more. And again, this is probably crazy because since Tom Brady left, Bill Belichick has not really put together any like noteworthy, memorable Patriots teams. But there's always that chance when you have Bill Belichick that your team can rebound and your team can do some amazing things and get back to the big game. That's why he's an honorable mention. He's not any higher than that. But we are going to talk about some more players here right now. The first guy on my list, I don't know how crazy this is, but I truly believe that this team just completely underachieved in 2022. I don't see any way that they're going to be as bad this year as, or yeah, this year as they were last year. That's the Las Vegas Raiders, and that is linebacker Darian Butler. Everybody who is an OG follower of this podcast knows that Darian Butler is one of the original man crushes of this podcast. Darian Butler was a monster at Arizona State. The dude flew around the football field, was always there to make a play. His problem is he was just undersized as a five foot ten linebacker. He ends up going undrafted, signs on as a priority free agent with the Raiders, sticks on with the team, and hopefully will be able to continue making an impact as a special teams player. Or maybe one day, fingers crossed, they're able to actually get him on the football field. If they do that, I'm here for it. I'm very excited about it. But Darian Butler is a part of a Raiders team that, like I said, they underachieved this year. They had no business being as bad as they were. They're looking to flip the script with a new quarterback. Derek Carr is on the trade market, and he will not be returning. And they could be a runner for like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. You get them, that instantly plugs you right back into being competitors. You get a young quarterback, if they trade up for like a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud or a Will Levis, that opens up the door for them to maybe not get there in year one, but potentially year two or year three. My biggest reservation remains Josh McDaniels. I'm just not a Josh McDaniels guy. I don't know how much I believe in him to be able to get the Raiders to the to the the the, the big game, that's what the word I'm looking for. I don't know how much I trust him to be able to actually get that far for the, for the, for the Raiders. But they do have a better roster than their record shows, and I think that that's a team that could bounce back in a big way. If they are able to do that, then Darian Butler should be hopefully a part of that team and be able to get with them to go to that big game. This year, you only need one, one party at your Super Bowl, and that's FanDuel. I know the wrong thing. Excuse me. <laughs> We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that makes betting on sports fun and easy. Download FanDuel so you can bet Super Bowl 57 
with a no sweat first bet. You get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you do everything from the money line, point spreads, to who will score a touchdown. You got to check it out with the Super Bowl coming up and with those free bets coming up. They're going to have all sorts of really fun parlays for you guys to check out. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid for your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Guys, I got great news for you. It is Senior Bowl week. Get the inside coverage that is going through the NFL's next generation of college football stars and find out which draft boards these players will be climbing all in one location. Subscribe to Locked On NFL Draft for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. I am so upset that I was not able to make the trip out to Mobile this year, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be coverage still. Don't worry. I'll be in the loop for everything that's going on with Nesta Jade Silvera. I will keep you guys posted there. Next up, my two next guys I have for potentially Super Bowl contending teams. Number four, DJ Davidson. Davidson was not a contributor for the Giants in 2022, despite being a fourth-round pick, which stinks because we were hoping that he was going to be able to catch on. He was somebody who really kind of came into his own in his final year at Arizona State. I uh, had 57 tackles, um, six tackles for a loss, stuff like that. During his final year at Arizona State, really emerged as a leader, as a presence on that defensive line. Ended up being, he was a fifth round pick, excuse me. He ended up being one of the more productive Sun Devils and a really nice surprise because there wasn't, really a point in time where I felt like he was someone who was going to get drafted until towards the end of the year. And when the draft talk really started picking up for him, but this giants team just surprised everyone. And they were a playoff team in a year where nobody was expecting them to be a playoff team. So I look at these New York giants and I think that with Brian Dable as the head coach, that they could potentially get back to the promised land sooner rather than later. If they do do that, obviously DJ Davidson could potentially be on that roster. The Giants really value their defensive line. You look at the guys they have right now with Leonard Williams and with Dexter Lawrence, and they clearly put an emphasis on having those big men up front who can rush the passer, break the play down, all that good stuff. DJ Davidson is an example of the kind of player they like, and you're really hoping that they'll be able to hold on to him, continue developing him and getting him ready to hopefully take on any kind of role, not even so much as a starter, but potentially just to be one of the guys of the defense. DJ Davidson, number four for me. Number three, this is where I start to get into guys that I feel are bigger contributors for their team. Number three is Rashad White. Rashad White, of course, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he will be looking at a situation where he could potentially be the number one back out in Tampa Bay in 2023. Leonard Fournette is a free agent. He underachieved regardless this year, and he's a free agent. They may not bring him back. Tampa should probably in play, should probably be in play 
for signing a guy, especially when you look at the mass amount of talent that's entering free agency. (coughs) Excuse me. But you look at the running back position, and it's typically just really devalued across the league. But with Rashad White, you have a guy who can do a little bit of everything. He is a good running back. He's a great receiver. He caught 50 balls as a rookie. He gets into the end zone. He had three touchdowns as the backup. He he has a little bit of return experience. He's just a guy that you want to be able to get on the field and get the most out of his play when he's out there. I think that Tampa Bay should give him an opportunity, and that's what I'm hoping for. Now, Tampa Bay might not have Tom Brady. And if he if he loses Tom Brady, then that's going to be a huge blow to Rashad White's chances to go to and win a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. They could still field a competitive unit. They made the playoffs this year. They won their division. Their division is lousy, I think is the nicest way to put it. But this is this is a Buccaneers team that has a lot of talent. They're just old. They need to find a way to get an influx, a young quarterback in there if Brady is gone, and get things back on the right track. I'm not completely ruling out Rashad White on being able to eventually get to the big game because I don't think that Tampa is truly that far off, and I'm hoping that they'll be able to return sooner rather than later, which is why I have Rashad White as my number three player for the Sun Devils. Thanks again for making us your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Experts Isaac Shade and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court. Hear from big name experts, coaches, and players throughout the basketball landscape. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you're getting your podcasts. My number two player for the Arizona State Sun Devils to win a Super Bowl. I feel like this one could come across as a little unpopular because it's another Patriot. And that's Jack Jones. Who? Jack Jones. Oh, all that funny stuff. Sorry. Sorry, that, that was a bad joke. Um, Jack Jones is a stud. Certified. And I think that Jack Jones has the opportunity to be the number one corner in New England moving forward. Jonathan Jones, their aging, their aging stud corner, is a free agent. And it's not very often that Bill Belichick values bringing his defensive backs back to back back to New England when they're free agents. Look at J.C. Jackson is one of the biggest examples of a guy who had nearly 30 picks in his four seasons with the Patriots, and then Belichick just let him walk. So I don't know if if Jonathan Jones is in the folds long term for the team. They have a lot of interesting defensive backs to kind of play around with, but Jack Jones is one of the guys who intrigues me the most. He could potentially be their number one corner. They made him a fourth round pick in the 2022 draft. And I think that they really like him. He was on the field quite a bit. He had 30 tackles. He had two interceptions. He had a touchdown. Like he had shown that potential to be a big time contributor. And I trust that Belichick will be able to continue getting the most out of them. When it comes to the Patriots, though, like I mentioned earlier with Lawrence Guy, you can never count out Bill Belichick. I don't care what anyone says. He is the greatest coach of all time. He's going to be able to get the most out of his guys. It just is what it is. I think that they could 
sneakily find a way to get back there. They are going to need some help. They need to improve their offense and continue rounding out that defense. And they could be a team that just gets hot at the right time. That being said, number one, incredibly obvious. Incredibly obvious who number one is. This man has been on the cusp of, of the Super Bowl in each of his first three seasons. He's been to NFC Championship games. He churned out his first 1,000-yard receiving season this year, and he's somebody who is really going to start rolling and getting everything moving as I believe he is getting ready for stardom. If he's not already there yet, Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk, of course, with the San Francisco 49ers, and he is really really come into his own. He has blossomed into a stud young receiver, and I'm hoping that we'll be able to continue seeing the best that's yet to come for him. When I look at Brandon Ayuk, I see a very, very high upside player who, while he probably won't be the number one receiver in San, in San Francisco because they have uh, Debo, I still believe that he's going to be one of the more important fixtures for them and that he's going to be a part of their long-term plans. He has two more years in San Francisco as long as they pick up this fifth-year option, which why the heck wouldn't you? As long as he's in San Francisco, that door is wide open. Kyle Shanahan remains one of the best young NFL head coaches in football. He's one of the smartest offensive minds to ever grace the sport. I look at Kyle Shanahan. I look at the 49ers. The fact that they just went to an NFC Championship game with their third-string quarterback that's impressive to me. As long as he's there, they have an opportunity, which is why Brandon Ayuk is my easy, easy choice for number one on my list of Sun Devils who will hopefully win a Super Bowl soon. Now, obviously, I did not include any current Sun Devils because I don't know where they're going. Like, if the Chiefs were to draft one of our Sun Devils this year, like if they took Zazavian Valaday, then yeah, obviously Valaday has instantly the best chances to win a Super Bowl because the Chiefs are going to a Super Bowl. But with the players that are currently in right now, that's my list. That's all I got for you guys today. Stay tuned tomorrow as we have uh, signing day on Wednesday. So tomorrow I'm going to be going over everything we need to know, players we need to look out for, hopefully some bold predictions and some guys that we'll be hoping end up committing to Arizona State. Thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Remember, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on notifications. Stay in touch with them by following me on Twitter at RichieBrats36 and the podcast at LL underscore Sun Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Until next time.